following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It is anything but a beautiful Thursday, and the bad stuff is probably about two and a half, three hours away if you're watching the show live. And then you're kind of sitting there going, what's the coat and tie thing all about? I'll explain it in a minute. Anyway, be safe tonight when you're out driving, uh, because when this stuff gets to 20 degrees and we got a lot of rain that'll come in early. It could turn into an ice rink. Who knows where this is headed? Anyway, let's head up to the plateau, which uh, could get a little dicey as well and say hello to coach Watson Brown. Watson, how are you doing? George, I'm doing great. We're okay up here so far. And let's see if we can get through these three days and get back to normal a little bit, huh? Amen. So you're wondering what the coat and tie thing's all about. Oh, but but you look wonderful, George. Oh, that's so special of you. You you, you look wonderful. And honestly, it's pretty neat. Kind of a little surprise. There's no spots yeah. on the tie. Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, <laughs> you can tell he didn't eat right before this. I, I can tell he's not either hadn't had anything to eat or he got it cleaned real well. Wow. Before. That's really uncalled for. So Watson tonight. I get to do something I've always wanted to do, and that is be involved in a show at the Ryman Auditorium. To me, the Ryman is the musical equivalent of a Fenway Park or a Wrigley Field or a Lambeau Field. Uh, the The show that I'm going to emcee is called Music City Chorus, and there will be apparently more than a 1,000 people who are going to see this tonight. Billy, can we play the old plaster cam? Yes, we can. So here's the deal before you play it. So I got to watch part of this group rehearse earlier today. And as you'll be able to tell from this video, they deserve a lot better than me. How about that? 
Whew, I kept looking for you to see if you were in the group. They would have had you fake singing if you'd have been in. They wanted uh, – the one thing they were pretty certain of is they didn't want me singing. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Let's say hello to Terry McCormick and get into his daily – Well, George, let me interrupt. You got a little breaking news. Terry's going to hop on by phone. He said his audio connection is uh, is not great. Is that so? Yep, uh, that is so, wow. George. Okay, so am I to go ahead we've, and go? We've got him. Okay. Terry, how are you? Oh, maybe not, George. I thought we did for a second. <laughs> really? Well, Keystone Cops here? Little Keystone Cops okay, here. Okay, because I can Hi, see Terry. Um, hmm. Okay, we've got him, George. We've got him. He's ours. Terry, there's not one bit of good news, is there? Uh, well, kind of, sort of, but not nearly enough to trump the bad news. Okay, let's start with the bad. Okay, well, we know Ryan Tannehill is out for this week. Uh, Mike Vrabel wouldn't go as far as to say that he is out for the year, as has been reported, but uh, he, we know for sure he is out for Sunday, meaning that it will be the Malik Willis show. And then just about 20 minutes ago, the Titans placed Ben Jones on injured reserve. And that is definitely not good news. This offensive line could be using uh, guys that you've never heard of uh, and guys that you go, who is that? You know, it it could be uh, people like Corey Levin, uh, Jordan Roos, Daniel Munner, who was just, who was signed to the practice squad two days ago and then signed to the active roster when Ben Jones went on IR. So, that's kind of where things stand right now with this team. It, that's how desperate the situation is. Did the Ben Jones thing catch people by surprise? I think so. I mean, now this is the second concussion he's had in about a month. And so that certainly raises a red flag in terms of, you know, how, you know, a guy tries to recover from those sorts of things. But uh, in terms of, you know, him going on IR and being done for the final three games of the regular season. Yeah, I do think that caught people off, off guard. Terry, let's go back to Tannehill. Uh, under what scenario do they think, or maybe they really haven't said, that he's not out for the year? But uh, Well, the uh, only way that I would see would be, my guess is, since it's a re-injury of the ankle, it's probably a high ankle sprain. And in the report by Paul Kaharski, he said that surgery was a possibility. So my guess would be that if he's going to have surgery, it might be that, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but there's a surgery that you can have now that kind of helps speed up a high ankle sprain. So a best case scenario, if they did not place him on injured reserve, would be if they got into the postseason perhaps in a best case scenario, he may be available. Uh, if they somehow won a game, maybe he could play, but I think both of those scenarios are long shots, George. Terry is the good news that the game Saturday has been canceled. (laughs) They probably wish given the, what the attendance is probably going to look like in 12 degree weather. And, uh, you know, with the Houston Texans, not exactly, uh, being one of those teams that brings a lot of fans anyway. Uh, the good news is that it looks like Traylon Burks is going to be able to play, and it also looks like 
Danico Autry and Zach Cunningham are going to be able to play. So Autry and Cunningham coming back should certainly help the defense. Burks should certainly help the offense, provided that Willis can get him the football, which, you know, we don't know for sure if that's going to be the case because, you know, what we've seen thus far of Malik Willis has not been overly inspiring as a passer as he continues to try to learn the position at this level. Terry, they have tried really hard after the Charger game to yap about how good he did in the the relief role. Do you have any reason to believe he is considerably better than, say, six weeks ago? I think he looked a little better, sure. He looked a lot more comfortable uh, during the brief time he was out there. When he was – you know, out there against the the Chiefs and the Texans early on, it's like they were doing their best to hide him. And then when he went in for that one series, uh, it looked like that they were saying, here, go execute the game plan. So to me, that's a major step in the right direction. Now, is it enough of a step? I guess we'll find out on Saturday. Wow. You got anything else you need to lay on us? Well, uh, in terms of – you know, just what this team is, you know, is right now. They're, they're just so many guys hurt. I, you know, last year was bad, but they were able to overcome it. I think this year has been much worse in terms of how devastating the injuries have been because you look at it, nearly every position group has been affected this year. Last year it was concentrated in two or three areas. This year it seems that other than maybe tight end, every position group on this team has been hit hard with an injury somewhere or other. Nice horn in the background. Terry. Yeah, somebody I think is a little impatient here. Well, um, I I don't know what to say. We're going to talk about it later in the 4 o'clock hour. I don't see where there's a happy ending to any of this. But thank you as always. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And uh, we'll talk again here soon. All right. Merry Christmas to you guys as well. Terry McCormick, that is his daily Titans update. Yes, it is. And it's been brought to you by Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. They've got two convenient locations, both in Gallatin and Hendersonville, and also online at SumnerFuneral.com. Also, the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners, Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Give them a call at 615 906 84 58. All right, we kick off the update with, as always, the bowl scoreboard report. And I am very sad to report that we were terribly inaccurate on who was playing quarterback for Western Kentucky last night. Austin Reed had transferred. He was back. He came back to the Hilltoppers and Magically. they in, and they ended up dominating Magically. South Alabama 44 to 23. We'll get to more of this game in the uh, bed of the day, Watson, oh, no, we no. can let's, rip George. Let's get into it now. Okay, you want to get it over with? Uh, uh, Watson, <laughs> what was that info you threw out there? Well, I told you to check it, didn't it? See, this Billy, all of us. Here, is, here is George Plaster to a T. He's going to pass the buck fast, man. I mean, I said, George check it before you change which one you're going with I'm on the air I, I don't have that ability while i'm trying to yap oh well, you've you got your, your cohort in crime sitting next to you for god's sakes could he not have got on the thing and check for you, you? Know you're right it's billy's fault <laughs> there, there was always going to be a scapegoat to this game yes and you're uh we're hearing from him 
I will admit I probably should have checked, but whatever. So they they basically boat race South they Alabama. They demolished Lord. South hey. Alabama. I got my Western Kentucky red on today. Yeah, but it wasn't red. It looked either my TV's messed up. It looks up. a little salmon, like yeah. a pink kind of. What was that about? I didn't watch the game. It didn't excite well, me at all to watch well, it. So I, didn't, your bed I did not see a dime of it. Yeah. Well, uh, the, I uh, did. You, I was not happy. You got a game tonight, though, George. Uh, uh, we'll see if you're uh, touching I won't that be one. Watching that one either. The Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor and Air Force tonight at six thirty. Baylor is a biggie. three and a half point favorite. Another biggie that everybody's going to be watching tonight. So there are sections available if you want to get down there. <laughs> the Armed Forces Bowl. All right, let's get into the NFL. The Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is going to miss Saturday's game against Dallas, probably expected with a right shoulder sprain. That means Gardner Minshew is going to get the start in a game that could secure the NFC East title and the number one overall seed in the conference for Philly. So big opportunity for Gardner. Watson, I bet you he plays well. He's going to play well. It's kind of unique that uh, Gardner gets this right after Mike's passing. Because this was Coach Leach's oh, wow. guy. Yeah. yeah. He this spoke his, at his funeral. His, he sure his, did. His guy, and he was there. I think he spoke at it. Yes. To tell you the truth. So uh, that's pretty neat, to tell you the truth. He'll be he'll be playing for Mike tonight. Yeah, and he'll do well. Next uh, quarterback piece here. Well, not quarterback, actually. Defensive end. Chase Young is going to play for the first time this season, more than 13 months after he originally injured his knee uh, it'll be limited role, though, against San Francisco on Saturday. But for Washington, they're that seventh seed right now in the NFC, and they they could use him down the stretch of this season to get into the playoffs. Could have used him last week. They could have yeah. used the striped shirt last week. what they could have used. You know, the NFL's been very quiet about that, haven't they? Oh, the, the, it's a he said, she said. Yeah. The ref is saying that, he, that McLaurin didn't say anything to him. McLaurin said, "I most definitely didn't." He nodded at me. So they they're 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 back and forth on this. We don't even talk about the pass interference. That oh, was no, a no. total mug job. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we forget about that. Yeah, right. that kind of disappeared. That oh, old back judge no, back there, he's that. glad that they're still talking about the one in front of it. <laughs> mug job. What else we got, Billy? George, last piece here in the NFL, big NFL day. Uh, they have announced a multi-year agreement for Google to distribute the league's Sunday ticket package of out-of-market Sunday games on YouTube TV and YouTube primetime channels. Do you all know what any of that means? I haven't got a clue what the hell that means. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not even sure I do. Uh, it's been on DirecTV, the package, since 1994. You're talking so, about the red zone. No, this is Sunday ticket. This is not this oh, is not red okay. zone. Okay, this is the thing where you can get all out of game okay. out of market gotcha. full games. Hmm. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah, who knows? But it's on YouTube TV now yeah. instead of you know direct TV cable. So got it. That's that's a big for YouTube TV. I know a lot of people have YouTube TV now. So I know I'll be thinking about it during Christmas. Oh, uh, you'll be losing sleep over it. Well, I mean, just think about it. What a glorious thing for the NFL to make more money. <laughs> there can never be enough. As my mom used to say, the rich just get richer. And that's it for the update, George. Okay. After the break, Watson and I are going to get into what's going on at Colorado. 
Seems like a neat story that Dion got this job. But some of the stuff going on behind the scenes sucks. Do I need to say any more? No, I don't think so. Okay. We'll I explain. Think that's a pretty what good I, adjective. Yeah, yeah, that's a good adjective. We'll explain what it means when we come back on Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com.
We're back. The story in Boulder, Colorado, obviously, is the excitement that Deion Sanders has generated since he has gotten there. His son, of course, is following him. Sounds like several players from Jackson State will be Colorado Buffaloes before it's all over. That is Dion on the left, and that is a former Vanderbilt athletic department employee, their, their AD at Colorado, Rick George. So Watson, the story supposedly is that Rick George, during the coaching search, reached out to people who had committed to Colorado and said, just hang with us. You know, we're searching for a coach. Your scholarship will be honored. Well, once Dion got there, all of that went out the window. Not that Dion picked up the phone and talked to these once recruits, now hit the road people, uh, but a third party, neither Rick George nor Dion, picked up the phone to a series of Colorado commits and said, have a nice life, hit the road, and don't let the door hit you in the butt. Now, I realize it's become a dirty business, but that is slimy. Yeah, George, it happens a lot, and and I'll start it by saying this is one of the reasons that I kind of defend kids getting to leave when they want to yesterday with you right. is it's got to be a two-way street. Coaches come in and let them go right and left, but the kid had no way to go anywhere and have to sit out a year. So there, there are reasons that I think it's fair that kids do get to leave. The bad part of this story is because coaches have done that. I never have. I never did. I never did not take a kid that – and I went to six different schools as a head coach and followed somebody to six schools that already had recruiting pretty much done for that year. I never cut a kid. I never brought a kid from another school that I came from with me. I didn't do that. Um, but when you call and you say, hang with me, we'll have a coach pretty quick. Your scholarship's good. And then these kids hang. And then a month later, a coach shows up and cuts them. That's really bad. The other thing that I, I think is going on, George, I think they've cut players on their own team uh, that, that Dion didn't want and just told them to hit the transfer portal. Um, and, and I'm not saying goody two-shoes here, but I never did that either. I always kept the kids for at least a year and let the kids see what he wanted, where we all were with the deal. And uh, this is the parts of the business that's just gone bad and – we want to talk about all the kids stuff right now, right? Here's some of the stuff that's been going on for years, but this one's, it, it seems to be getting magnified more now, George. They're well, because you've got, you've got a, a, a polarizing personality in Deion Sanders. Yes, you do. You have a polarized personality, but you also got another deal transfer portal. Everybody can fix their team a lot quicker than they used to. So you want scholarships, and Dion will get rid of a bunch and then bring in 20 transfers. And all of a sudden, it looks like a complete different football team. The way I look at it now, George and Billy, 
you you build a team in a year, and it, 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 when the year ends, you you say, okay, what can we do to build our team next year instead of building a team over time? It's now year to year, and I think that's all Dion's doing. He came in, he needed scholarships, he's getting rid of guys so he can get to that transfer portal quick, and uh, and he let guys go that they had committed, and. Who's paying right now for the transfer portal, these coaches, NIL, uh, well, not the NIL, transfer portal, high school kids. They're the ones paying. So here's high school kids that have been committed to Colorado for, what, six months? And all of a sudden, they got nothing. Because when you commit to one school, those other schools, man, they're gone. They've moved on to somebody else. And uh, especially if you're a long-time commit, meaning five, six-month commit, most of these kids commit in the summer now or even spring. And and they go back and call that school back. That school don't have anything. They fill that scholarship. Right. So you get left out in the cold when that happens. And it, it, it's very sad, but it goes back to what you and I have been saying long before this all took place. It's the wild, wild west, George. And Colorado now is in the West, so they're part of the wild, wild West. So, Watson, here are a couple of things here, okay? I guess I'm not totally shocked at Dion. Dion inherited a roster that was awful. They were the absolute dregs of society. If you watched Colorado, they were as bad as anybody out there going. Now, I'm guessing that Somewhere in this, he took a look at their recruits and said, I, I don't want this junk. Um, you know, I'm going to go get my own. Okay, so there's Dion. I'm not totally surprised. I'm even less surprised at Rick George, who I wouldn't trust as far as I could throw him. And I can say that from experience from 30 years ago, 28, whatever it was, 27 years ago, when when he was at Vanderbilt. Um, I, I wouldn't trust Rick George as far as I could throw him. But where is the Colorado president? He knows this is going on, and he signs off and is okay with this? This is a guy that's supposed to be an academic leader who just says, screw it, there are no rules, we're going to do whatever we got to do. Yeah, it, really? it doesn't look good for anybody at Colorado to me, George. But the real culprit here to me is the AD. If the AD told those kids, your scholarship's good, he should have trumped Dion immediately and said, Dion, I promise these kids, I gave my word. They've stuck with us for a month here, and, and we just can't do this. Dion oh, has every right to do it. There's nothing illegal about calling a kid and taking his scholarship away from him before signing date. No, Nothing it illegal. Unethical. It's unethical as it can be, but it's not illegal. And even even cutting kids now is not illegal anymore. In the old days, I'm going to say ten years ago, maybe maybe a little longer. If you wanted to cut a kid, he had every right to go to a committee and and say you you had to tell him why you were cutting him. You had to send him a written statement why you're cutting him, and then he could challenge that, like. If you said, I'm cutting you because you're not good enough, he could challenge that, and that university president could overrule that. There is no such thing anymore. 
Coach says you're gone, you're gone. And there's nothing illegal about it. Unethical? To me, it's unethical. I, I don't so understand. Both coaches, it's evidently it's not unethical because it's happening more and more. Yeah, and I don't understand why Rick George would say something like that to the football players after you fire a coach. I mean, oh yeah, that happens all the time, Billy. An AD loses his coach. Somebody gets on the phone and calls the recruits immediately and say, "Hang in there. We're going to get you a coach. Just hang with us." But you got to follow through with it. You yeah. can't do that and then cut them after they hang with you. That's why I throw it back at the AD more than I do Dion. Dion's not the one that made that call. Dion never told that kid, I'm going to keep you when I get there. He never did that. Uh, he didn't talk to that prospect before he got to Colorado. I can promise you that. Or before he said he was taking the job. Now, once he said he's taking the job, I'll bet you he called a bunch of them. Right. Yeah. If, if Dion already accepted it and he said it after that, obviously he probably didn't do that. Well, but, I don't think Dion said, hang on till I get the job. I think no, George is right. I the, think according to the story in the athletic, and and they quote a couple of these, you know, commits. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. That that they got a phone call from the AD saying, hang in there. You know, we're 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 in our search and your scholarship will be honored. See that that to me is that's a promise is, that is rarely kept. That's I I would bet you when the AD calls it's kept a lot more than it's not Billy through the years. I, a lot more. I'd say 90% when the AD makes that call, he makes that coach keep that kid when he gets there. Other but than when you hire Deion Sanders. <laughs> Well, I, it's not just Dion. I think it's the way of the world now. This is where we're headed, guys. Yes, we can talk about Dion, but I can bet you this happened a bunch this year where a uh, co new coach comes in and lets guys go. Uh, so maybe I'm going to sound old-fashioned. Nothing wrong with does that. Does anybody anymore in college athletics do the right thing because it's the right thing? Those days are over. Man, I, I, I will have to say, George, no. Now, this this one is worse because the AD told the kids, your scholarship is good. And for him then to not even be the one to call them and say, you're going to we're going to let you go. Yeah, it's scuzzy that that's not good at all. That's that's the real bad part of this whole conversation we're having. But the rest of this is going on in college athletics. It's going on, and that's why I'm a little more lenient toward the kid transferring for stuff like this that happens to the kids the same kind of way. Uh, I, a coach going in, and I've done this. Coach goes in and says, I will be there through your time. I will be your coach if you come to this school. I will be here with you. And two years later, I'm gone. What do you do? The guy came because of you, and basically that meant I lied to him. Now, at the time I said it, I meant it, but things happened. So that's what I'm talking about, guys. It, it, it's the kids deserve this. The, this NIL thing is getting way out of hand, oh. in my personal opinion, way out of hand. I knew it would, George. Yeah. Man, we discussed this back on back another station days. this yeah. so far back. In our radio days. On our, in our radio days. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, 
everything we said would happen when we uh, sit there that day, it came out. The day it came out and said, this yeah. is what now we said these things and it is happening 100% true. Okay. I'm going to stop the discussion, although it's a great one. A, well, it's a discussion that's going to go on for a long time. After the break, we're going to get into this conversation. The Titans without Tannehill, are they completely screwed or is there still a shot that they can be the division champion in the AFC South? Stick around. We'll sort of bat it around when we come back. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier your skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. 
providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. So it is now been, I don't know, right about 24 hours ago that we got the news that there's a real shot that Ryan Tannehill's season is over. And I think like most of you, my initial rush to reaction was they're screwed. Okay, now 24 hours later, I've had some time to think about it. And Watson... I have sort of come to the conclusion that for the Titans to win the AFC South, they're incapable with what they have right now of really controlling their own destiny. This is more about will Jacksonville spit the bit enough for the Titans to claim this title? Do you buy that? No, not yet, because I think the game is is Saturday. It's the game of the year so far. It is the biggest game of the year. If they win that one, and I think I'm picking, and I'll see what you do later because you're probably picking this game, but I think the Jets knock off the Jags tonight. That's what I think. And so that puts us back up by two. It gives us a two-game lead, and if we beat Houston, that would give us a two-game lead. And – that's pretty. That's a pretty good deal. And then they got to go to Houston, and we got Dallas at home. Uh, I don't think the game's going to mean near as much to Dallas as it does us because they can't catch the Eagles. That's not going to happen. So they know where they're. They pretty much sitting. I think where they're sitting. Somebody might correct me on that. Maybe there is something they got to play for. But so I think the game is big, and then it's going to be what Willis can do in this game. And and George, there's no doubt. What he's got is that high ankle sprain surgery that he's doing. You're talking about Tannehill. Tannehill is doing that high ankle sprain surgery. After listening to it now, I can. that's what it is. Do you remember Tillman at Tennessee, the receiver? Sure. He had that same surgery. It took him, what, weeks. six weeks? Yeah. He's still not he... even back to full health. Yeah, and I'm not sure he's still completely back to full health, but – now, he's a receiver, and Ryan can drop back and get in the gun and take three steps and throw, but that's at least four weeks at absolute earliest, in my opinion. And uh, so he may not be the year. They won't say that, but pretty much he he's, he's done. The quickest he could possibly be back would be the playoff game, and, man, I think that'd be pushing it. Now, he is a tough nut. So it's on Willis. It's on Malik uh, Saturday. He, he's got to play. There's another piece that makes it even worse to me, Ben Jones. Oh, my God. Hold that, on to that That's his biggest time. You want to hold that? Hold on to that thought for a second. Okay. Let's show the graphic of what the two teams have left. 
Yeah. So Jacksonville goes to J-E-T-S tonight in yes, what is you. apparently a 100% chance of a monsoon. Really? Yeah. Bad weather up there. By the way, bad weather all over the league uh, for for this week's games. So the Titans have Houston on Saturday. They have Dallas at home next Thursday night. And then Jacksonville goes to a Houston that, to my way of thinking, I'm very impressed at the kind of effort they're giving. They go to Dallas and lose at the buzzer. At home against Kansas City, they take them to OT. Watson, no matter how you slice it, and of course, Tennessee and Jacksonville play at the end uh, down at uh, at the Gator Bowl on January the 8th. Watson, I got to say this. I'm impressed that Lovey Smith has been able to keep that team playing. What are they, 1 in 12 at an incredibly high level? Yeah, 1 in 12 and 1 or something like that. 1 in 13, I think it is. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Add one. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty impressive. No, and that that's why I think this game is so big. If we could find a way to win Saturday and the, and the Jets win, and I think that even helps the Jets more if it's bad weather because they're a really good defensive team. Right. Uh, so that could give a two-game lead. That puts a lot more heat on Jacksonville. They got to go to Houston and win. If they lose that game, it's over, basically. If they lose that game, if they lose to the Jets and then they got to go to Houston and they were to lose that one, it's over. We're, we're, we're in the playoffs. So this is a big weekend right here, and it is the weekend for us. Some way they got to find a way to win. We have. Uh, he beat Houston the last time. I'm saying Willis. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I guess he just likes to play against Houston. but And I think Cunningham was out and came back for that game earlier in the year too, which is where he came. So we're getting some very important people back that can really help on the defensive side. Cunningham, Autry back. Right. Those two right there alone are big in, in giving us some quickness, speed on the field. So let's go to the Ben Jones problem. Watson, it was a crappy offensive line before today's news. Where does where does anything get generated? He was the one bright shining light in this. Well, and he's the one that makes all the calls. He's the, you watch him in every game. He's he's the only one talking. Everybody else is listening to him. And I just think that's huge. And when I heard he had a second concussion on Monday, I said, He's done. You're not playing with a second concussion within a month. Right. They're not gonna let you. And sure enough, he's done. I don't know that he'll be back. Again, put him right there with Tannehill three weeks maybe, but I'm not two con- concussions in a month. They just don't touch now. You just don't do that. So I know in college they, you didn't play again, probably didn't play the rest of the year if you had two concussions within one month of each other. And so I think that's as big a bad news as Tannehill is, to be very honest to me. Uh that's not good news for Derrick Henry whatsoever. And Watson, it's probably not good news for Malik Willis. You got a new center. And, and, and I mean, you've coached quarterbacks. What do you tell Malik 
you know, he's got a new center. Obviously, you got, he's going to have time to practice with him. But who is the new center? Who? I mean, who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you can't even tell him that at this point. You don't even know. <laughs> did they move Brewer? Did Brewer move in there? And they might have done that. Who knows? Somebody Ben missed a game earlier, and I don't. It was either Brewer or Davis. And he didn't say anything about Nate Davis. Nate Davis got hurt in the ball game and yep. before, and I saw he didn't practice on Wednesday. So I don't know if he practiced today or not. Too, it, it may looks, have been Brewer that moved it, to yep. center. It's a uh, it's Brewer on the depth chart right now at center. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I remember who's behind him. Vrabel, <laughs> Corey Levin. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, look, we all know that Derrick Henry is a special, special player. And he had a monster game in Houston. And maybe he does that again. But Watson, how in the world can anybody expect that given what he's going to run behind? I, I just think Houston let him rush for 200 and something last time. They're, they're going to have the bus up in the front seven. I mean, they're, they're going to put everything they got. The They're going to drive right. the bus and put it up there close. I'm telling you that yeah. you're going to be able to count every white shirt in the screen. And if they, the only one you can't count, some wide receiver out wide, that somebody got to go line up on. So Malik's got to fake that ball to Derek and make plays. Mm -hmm. And Burke's got to make plays. He's got to make plays this week. He and those tight ends have got to make a lot of plays because the passing game will have shots because I'm telling you, they're going to put everything up there to stop him. Uh, Lovey Smith is a defensive guy. I promise he can't stand it when all they're saying is, man, Derrick Henry loves to play against the Texans. He gets 200 every time he plays against them. You know, George, all they've been doing in the building down there is, how many more can we get in here? We're stopping this guy in this game. I don't care if they beat us. We're stopping him. He's not going to get that kind of yardage. Watson, if this game requires the Titans to score more than about 13, can they truly win this game? Well, we got 17 in Houston, right? Yeah. We got 17 in Houston, so you're looking at somewhere around that. And we got to hold Houston to somewhere less than that. If Houston hits the 20s, I'll be shocked if we have any chance to win. We're, it's gonna. Our defense is really gonna have to step up to the plate, and Malik's got to take care of the ball. If he does anything, he can't turn it over. He cannot turn it over, and the football's gonna be slick as ice. Yes, there, there cannot be cheap points. Can't be Titans cheap points. If they give up any cheap points, they are they're in trouble. They're in. They're in deep trouble. They've got to play a really good game, George. Get back to field position like we've done in earlier in the year. Solid defense, stop the run. It's not going to be a great pass kind of day anyway. Uh, <laughs> get the running game going. Don't have those dang penalties we've been having lately. We, how many times have we been second and 20 in these last three or four games? A bunch. They got to stop that. I mean, if they, yeah. they're starting to act like the Preds a little bit, you know. They, so, I mean, they got to play good. If they play good, I think they can win the game because they have. They did this with Malik Willis before they can do it again. Felt like every big drive was killed by a penalty. Well, against, in the against second Washington. half, it was against Saturday. Second I half, it was against. I Sunday. went to the Jacksonville game 
And all I can say is, thank God, if Autry's coming back and Cunningham's coming back, that looked like a USFL defense. Oh, against it has, it has gotten a little worse every week, and yeah. it's because of injury. It's not because of scheme, nothing. It's injury. It's injury, and it's injury up front. Both our starting linebackers, Autry's been out, Simmons has been hurt, Tart has missed games. George, you can't – that's the strength of our defense is that front seven, and we can't have that many bodies out and not playing. Thank okay. goodness we're getting all but who? Long back this week, and Simmons has gotten better and better, and I guess Long's the only one in the front seven that's not back. I'm going to ask maybe a dumb question, but it wouldn't be my first one. If Malik Willis is awful, could they go to Josh Dobbs? In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You Don't think be so? shocked to see him quicker than you think. If things aren't I'm, going I'm good. With you. I'm with you, Watson. Don't, if things are, I know I've, I've listened to people talk about Josh for years now. Very sharp. Very, very sharp. Picks things up very quickly. Good football mind uh, for sure. And if it's not this one, even in the Cowboy one, if Malik, I promise he'd play by then. I don't think they just brought him on to be the backup. If it, I think they brought him on to say, if he's not getting it done, you be ready. We're going to put you out there. Wow. Yes, I, know it's, I know it's just preseason, but Dobbs has shown he can really run. I like Josh Dobbs. I said it earlier in the week. I think it was a great pickup by the Titans, a great pickup. Okay, well, that was certainly uplifting. Uh, <laughs> we'll George, go, what's the over-under? What's yeah. the over-under 30,000 at Nissan? Oh, I, I go way under. Well, you think 20,000 maybe? First of all, it, under really good weather, they probably wouldn't have more than 50. Mm-hmm. If 60% of that group shows up, God bless them. <laughs> Listen, I sat out in that Cincinnati thing. That may be the coldest I have ever experienced because once the sun went down, whoo. Yeah, and it's and it's colder than that. Yeah. Going to be colder than that in this game. Yes. On the banks of the yeah. Cumberland. Now, Woo. I'll say this. There there may be a an enlarged supply of, shall we say, freebies. Antifreeze. Oh, I thought you meant tickets. People that survive in these kind of environments oftentimes will use some Pennzoil. <laughs> You're oh, going to have to. Lord. Mixed with. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. I, I'm, I'm sure you're going though, right, George? Uh, I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> Do you give me tickets to Billy so he could go? Absolutely. I'm, I'm not going either. I want him to go. <laughs> I want him to go for the staff. <laughs> For the sake tell of him he, tell him he needs to go and analyze the game for us. <laughs> yes, out, out in the out in the you know with with the common folks. Yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be good content. Okay, after the break, stat of the day, and then underdog picks where we believe we're a little more organized than a week ago. Good which Lord, is how we not? it won't be as bad as the Hindenburg. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> You've been putting back a few. 
and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. Walmart Supply Chain is hiring in Lebanon. Earn up to $22.25 an hour when you join our new fulfillment center. Enjoy competitive pay and premium perks, including 100% paid college tuition, 401k match, Flexible schedules, a free Walmart Plus membership that includes discounts, and free Paramount Plus. Paid time off and so much more. Fulfilling work starts right here. Text JOIN to 240-240. That's JOIN 240-240 to apply now. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned, and what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster.
Welcome back into the George Plaster Show, rounding out this 4 o'clock hour on your Thursday evening. It's just about time for Stat of the Day, and it is brought to you by John English Vintage Sports and Cards over in Shelbyville. They've got memorabilia, trading cards, antique and historical sports equipment, games, and so many other sport-related items. You can find them Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Visit them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Call Eric at 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information. All right, let's see what Michael's got for us today as we check out the stat of the day. All right, we're going to the NBA. Pascal Siakam's 52-point performance at Madison Square Garden last night makes him one of four active players to have 50-plus points in the Garden. Oh, wow. Who are the other three? Ooh. Um, That's a good one. Okay, I, Watson, I would assume LeBron is one of them. And, and don't you react, Billy. I mm-hmm. don't want to get gonged while Too Watson early. and I – Yeah. What, what do you what do you think, Watson? LeBron yeah, would have to put you. You got to put him in there. Okay. Would uh, Would Russell Westbrook be one that we might ought to put in there? I don't know. I mean, I, he's had games like that. Yeah. Yeah. A third one that's popping into my mind would be Damian Lillard. Uh. Zach Levine with the Bulls would be another one I'm thinking about. Look, this is a tough question. I mean, if if you can sit there and snap your fingers and get all three of these, God bless you. And I, if you watch the NBA. Yeah, and I watched the NBA some. You know what? Let's put Willie on the spot. Hell, the last time he came on for this, the Titans were a Super Bowl contender. Willie, we're just saying to ourselves you know it's been a while since you've been on yeah and i see you dressed up for me george you're looking sharp. no it has nothing to do with you oh i'm offended i thought well, for sure like, return to the show that you just picked up your wardrobe no uh-uh. <laughs> so do you see that question i do, do is there a name that's pop i, I i've gone lebron we got to put West Steph Curry West. in there. You got to throw oh, I, Steph Curry. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Okay, Steph Curry, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. I, I don't know why I'm thinking Zach Levine. I'm going to rule out James Siakam, the former Commodore. Pastor. Yeah, it's <laughs> good thought. Uh, how about because he plays in the East and has probably played a few games in there the last couple of years, how about Kevin Durant? Durant, it's another one we got to – okay. Yep. Watson, would it be fair to say that you've contributed what you're going to contribute? I think James and Curry are locks. That's what I say. They're locks. How about James Harden? <laughs> would Harden yeah. have ever – Well, okay. I'm, I'm thinking guys in the East – because they play more games there. The guys right. in the West probably only come in there once, but Steph Curry's been around so long, I got to believe he said one game like that. Trey Young ever had a 50? That's a, that's a good one. Okay, let, let's just go ahead for time's sake and reveal. Well, would you look at this? 
You are correct. Oh, wow. Wow. Steph Curry, LeBron, and James Harden. So we had eight chances, and you we came, got three of them. You came in late with the, with the Harden, George. Okay, so uh, I think Watson threw in Steph Curry. Yep. LeBron, you had to put in there, even if you're wrong. And Harden late. George with the buzzer beater. Gosh. Well done. Hmm. Are we ready for the 5 o'clock hour? Well, it depends. Is Darren with us? Darren is not yet oh, with us. Oh, he will catch I think mitigated hell. I think it was Chase that was late last week. Uh-huh. Darren was was somewhat uh-huh. on time last week, right. so we'll see. I'll, I'll okay. try to help Darren to stall a little mm-hmm. bit. No, we're not stalling. I need extra picks, so I'll just take Darren's picks, and he'll just have no picks. I'll, Let's I'll be some. honest. Even then, it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this 5 o'clock hour matters, and it's brought to you by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. They've got the staff training and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. And if you would like to contact them, look at their website, mtbj.net, for more information. Willie, you missed a week ago. Darren absolutely sent me to the cleaners. Oh, he was ripping them. He just dusted me. And now he's just kind of put the mic down and not showed up. Well, hold on. We have late word from Darren. Have oh. have uh, Billy call me. Oh, he you, wants me to call have, him. Yes. Do you have Darren's phone number? I sure do. Okay. Well, this is exciting. So, Willie, your uh, your Preds are on a two game winning streak. Yes. They- they have uh, shown some signs of life here the last couple of days. I think tomorrow's game is going to be a really good test uh, because who's kidding who? The, the Blackhawks are tanking. They're trying to be bad, so you have to beat them. Uh, I thought it was a nice confidence boost to beat the Oilers, who had really had their number over the last couple of years. So that was nice progress. But now uh, one more game before the break. You want to keep that momentum going. Big, big game tomorrow night against the Avalanche. It is a big game. Um, we may have two ice rings, Bridgestone and the road. The surrounding roads, yes. Yeah. Hopefully that will uh, be okay for the people coming down. Because if you get down there, I think you're going to see a, a really good hockey game. Tomorrow. We have a, a late entry. Uh, Mr. Darren McFarland now joins us. A- am I right by phone? Yes. Okay. Darren, how are you? Sorry, guys. Um, I was a hot mess video-wise last week anyway, but I'm uh, stuck down here in Murfreesboro. Uh, I don't think anybody is working currently, and uh, I'm trying to navigate back to the house. So uh, uh, I got to do it this way. Okay. No problem. Okay. I guess we're reviewing last week. Yeah, unfortunately, we got to look back at last Mm -hmm. week. Uh, We start with Willie's two picks. They were picked by Chase, and would you look at this? Willie was one of the guys that actually got a win this week. Uh, he picked Rice plus six and a half against Southern Miss. That lost 38-24. But the WKU bet won plus four and a half. The underdog, they get it done. They dominate South Alabama. Willie, you, you got to be thanking Chase after that. That's a that's a pretty good uh, pretty good weekend. Okay, there. let's be honest. Did you even know you had Western? Uh, I was informed by the co my co uh, teammate uh-huh. Chase. McCabe, that he did have the Hilltoppers. And so, yes, I was aware that we picked up the points, but 
Uh, I'm also well aware that it looks bleak right now for the overall championship. <laughs> yes, that's an accurate description. <laughs> Not looking great for Willie. So uh, this is a big. You got three chances, Willie. I don't know if you wanted me re- to reveal that now, George. Oh, you yes. wanted to make well, that I, up. Well, I, I'm doing some serious math over here to try well, to. They've all been informed. God knows, after Darren toasted me a week ago, I didn't miss getting all the information in Darren's hands. What a Christmas surprise! <laughs> three picks this week. All right, George. Two losses. Yeah, whatever. One of them was a blowout. The other one was pretty close. North Texas almost beat Boise. That was a bitter loss. So Washington State Man. had no chance, though. No, Washington State. Watson. Complete they're, zero. They're a fraud. <laughs> Bowl team. Bowl team, my butt. They and, were awful. And they were only plus three and a half. Fresno it's not- pushed them around like crazy. Very disappointing. Fresno. Fresno. All right, Watson. You had a couple losses. There were two tough, close losses, though. Miami of Ohio plus the 10.5. They almost got UAB, but that didn't work out. Liberty lost by two to Toledo. So I don't know if you can really be kicking yourself too much, Watson. That Those are those are a couple of close games. Close don't matter in anything but hand grenade and horseshoes. <laughs> So you're not viewing those as moral victories? No, that's what I said. Close don't matter in anything but hand grenade and horseshoes. Got you it. Don't, you, you don't want to be close to a hand grenade, and you don't want yeah, – horseshoes can be close, but you get no points. So. so that's what that means. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Anytime. Yeah. Okay, last but <laughs> certainly not least, as a chuckle comes from Darren, he actually got a win – as well, uh, a close one, one point victory. He had BYU plus four over SMU. The Cougars get it done, but UConn plus 10 against Marshall. That one didn't work out. They lost by a couple of touchdowns. But Darren, BYU, they got it done. Did you see? Did you see that game? Uh, I did, yeah. The, those 30 year old Cougar players uh, getting it done. Uh, UConn had no <laughs> shot at all, none. They were lame ducks. They were. That was a terrible pick. By the time the woman said, and the home of the brave, they were down 10 nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. So the, the BYU-SMU game apparently came down to a two-point conversion attempt. What was the play SMU tried to run? Uh, I don't remember what they – what did they try? I don't remember, George. Maybe it was These bowl a... games are starting to run together. I do know Watson's Miami of Ohio game. He got ta- he kind of pulled the the Kevin Dyson Titans. He got tackled at the one one yeah, and a half yard line. It was brutal. Brutal. Okay, are we ready to check the standings right yeah. now? Darren is still at the top of the leaderboard with a whopping forty six points. As we are sort of close closing down the middle. Uh, of bowl season. George, you're still sitting in second with 38 and a half points. Watson in third with 28 points. And Willie has trimmed somewhat of his deficit, still in fourth, but 24 points. So, Willie, I- I'd say all is not lost for you right now. You got to have a big, big next next week or so here. But Chase, uh, Chase got you up there back in the running. 
Okay, so we're, we're picking three games today. Is this the final round, or is there one more round after this? This is, this is it. This okay, is it. So, so my Vanderbilt math has to come into play here. So I need a minimum of 22 in the three games. Minimum to catch Derek. Right. There you go. George, are you going to use your Vanderbilt math? Uh, no, that's why they have summer school. <laughs> I went to summer school a lot. That's not a bad thing. Watson, I know that shocks you. Uh, well, I, I I knew that. I just kind of let that go. That's yeah. kind of common. Did you ever knowledge. go to summer school? Me? Yes. Yes, one time. Yes, uh -huh. I did. I went more than once. <laughs> I majored in summer school. Yeah. Well, then let's don't go through your GPA through summer school. No, let's not go through it at all. You don't want to go there. Uh, no, no. Well, we can't go through this week's order. We've got three picks for each person. Darren, Willie, listen closely. You two, Watson. We'll start with Darren. Darren, you're going to start, and then we'll go Willie, George, Watson, and then we'll go Watson, George, Willie, Darren, and then we'll reverse it again. We'll go Darren, Willie, George, Watson. How in the world do I pick last two out of the three times? That's brutal. How does that happen? That's just how that's just how it goes. This, Is this, this another this one time. of George's deals? No. I didn't set <laughs> I didn't set this week's order. Well, who did? I did. So I yeah, it is one of George's deals. I, no, I did it based on how the pick went a week ago. I mean there's, <laughs> no, other, there's no other way to do it. I mean Watson's not happy early. Darren had the, the the last pick a week ago, so he has the first pick this week. Okay? Willie had the first pick. Now he goes to number two. I had the second pick. Now I go to number three. You had the third pick. Now you go to number four. I'm sorry that you're bothered by this. Somebody well, was going to get I'm the raw end of this. I'm not bothered. It's just normal. This is just normal. This is not some conspiracy to screw you over. <laughs> you okay? can't prove it by me. Well, that's fine. Th 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 these are very serious accusations. <laughs> Who, we, who's the panel that I take this to? I mean, is it a panel of one? It's George Plaster? Oh, go to Billy. See what the hell he says. <laughs> You side with him. We got a lot of picking to do. We better get going here. We'll absolutely good I'll call be on your here pretty quick. Good call, Watson. Yeah. Plus, they're serving the first meal at the home. <laughs> Stay tuned. <Okay. laughs> we'll have your picks. Okay. Next. Okay. <laughs> on Main Street Media okay. Television. There you go. Thank you. <laughs>
I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. This is a big moment. We're picking three today. And right now, the odds favor Darren McFarland. Commissioner, take it away. All right. Darren McFarland, as we take another look at this week's order, he will lead things off, and he sits in first place. So uh, I, I don't know if I'd say you're you're sitting pretty, Darren, because a lot can happen with each person having three picks, but you could be uh, in a lot worse spots right now uh, as you're at the top of the leaderboard. So where are you going with your first pick of this uh, final round of underdog picks? Well, you're right, Billy. I'd rather be in the spot that I'm in than, uh, you know, anybody below me, but I do not feel safe. Um, so I need to win. I need to win something here. Let's go where it's going to be a lot warmer than it is here in Nashville starting tonight. Uh, let's go out to Hawaii on Christmas Eve. Let's take MTSU. Interesting. The, the Blue Raiders. 
plus the seven. That's what Darren's going with for his first selection. That is solid pick on Christmas Eve, seven o'clock kick on ESPN. Everybody's going to be tuning into that one across the globe. So the Blue Raiders, Darren's first selection, MTSU plus seven over San Diego State in the Hawaii Bowl. So there's the first pick. We move on to Willie Donick. Well, uh, the math is not good, as they say. Uh, so I've got to go big. And so I will go out to San Diego and take North Carolina, the 14-and-a-half-point dog. And I'm going to hope that Drake May decides to play. I don't know, <laughs> Watson, if you have any insight on that. I know oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's playing. Well, that's good. I got to feel like they've got some kind of a chance if he's in there. He's quite a quarterback. So I'll go with the Tar Heels, 14 and a half. Okay, so big, big number there, 14 and a half. That is next Wednesday night, the Holiday Bowl, North Carolina. And Drake May facing off against Watson. That's Oregon, right? Yeah, that is Oregon. Okay. All right, moving on, George. Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns? Yes. Wow. Okay, that's an interesting one. So George is going to go with Louisiana. They're playing Houston in the Independence Bowl tomorrow. So that'll be a be cast a big of crowd at that game. A cast of thousands there. Be a big crowd. Raging Cajuns plus the seven against Houston tomorrow for George. Watson, the cleanup hitter. Who are you going with? Who? You gotta have some numbers and to have any chance. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Tennessee over Clemson. There it is. I knew somebody was gonna go there. So Watson riding with the Vols in the Orange Bowl next Friday night. Plus six is UT over Clemson. All right, we move on, George. No. Oh, no, Watson. Watson My bad. Watson, another pick. Okay. Uh, I'll go – got to. I'll go Purdue over LSU. Purdue over LSU? 14 and a half, is that what it is? 14 and a half. Let me double check that. And you're right. Purdue over LSU, 14 and a half in that one. Okay, so George, you get to kick us off here. Number six in the order. Uh, I'll take Coastal Carolina. Okay. So George riding with Coastal Carolina. Who are they playing, George? They play... uh, East Carolina. East Carolina. Again, okay. if you'll look up where it says tackle right. football. Well, there's, I mean, we got 12 picks mm-hmm. and you guys are flying. Right. Okay. So George riding with Coastal Carolina plus seven and a half against East Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. All right. Willie, seventh pick. Who you got? I was hoping that uh, Watson would not take Purdue because I need the big. I need the big bombs, but uh, Watson and I need big points. So he got that one. <laughs> We well, gotta I, do, but yeah, we gotta do what we gotta do. Um, so I am going to try. Um, I have to. I have to go. I gotta go Oklahoma. Uh, I think Florida State can be a little up and down. I'm, I gotta hope in the Cheez It Bowl that the Sooners can get it done. Nine and a half, or sorry, nine points. Yep, nine points next Thursday in the Cheez It Bowl down in Orlando for Willie. All right, Darren, you're back up again. You get two picks. Uh, I will stay on that same 
uh, date on Thursday the 29th, and I will go with the first game that day, and I will uh, say that Minnesota will not be able to row their boat to the pinstripe bowl, and I'm going to take Syracuse. <laughs> Syracus. <laughs> I don't feel oh, like that game will be attended. Willie, how many times have we heard that? Syracuse. Syracuse, a few times. And we've heard about the boat a few times, too, anytime Minnesota is involved. How many people do we think will be in Yankee Stadium for that for that game? You know, I think it may be solidly attended. Well, Syracuse should bring a few people. But Minnesota also isn't that far. No, they're not coming. They don't, they don't travel. <laughs> they're not coming. They're, they're not going. <laughs> they're, not getting on, hockey they're not getting on the boat. <laughs> okay, Darren, they you get another one. By the hundreds. They used to come by the hundreds to the Music City Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darren, you get another. Uh, let's go um, Utah State. Plus the seven and a half. Utah State plus the seven and a half against Memphis in the first responder bowl in Dallas on Tuesday. Okay. So Utah State plus seven and a half there. We move on. Willie, another pick. All right. I'm going to take the Buckeyes uh, against Georgia. Going out on a limb. Yep, I got to hope for the Buckeye upset there, six and a half. So if I go three for three, I might get into the mix. So I like the pick, Willie. Why not? Why I not? mean, you got no other option at this point. Willie, I think just to be able to say that you are eligible, I think is a victory. Yes, and I'll thank Chase McCabe for the, the victory last week for the Hilltoppers. The boost. On the board. That was a much-needed boost for Willie there. So he rides with the Buckeyes. That is... New Year's Eve at night, Ohio State and Georgia, plus the six and a half there. All right, George, your final pick. You know, this is the one that ultimately could decide the competition. <laughs> Way to make it dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Only George could build up a pick so much. What a statement. Um, All right, who's what's the pick well, here, let me George? Ask you what this, are you waiting Watson, on? Do you disagree? Hey, well, yeah. I mean, any of these picks might decide the competition. <laughs> Why is it that your pick right here is the one that's going to decide the competition? Because I don't think you and Willie are going to be there at the end. Well, that's not <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's 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 no, being I'm, rather ugly. It is. It is. I, I don't. I mean, I won't deny that. Um, <laughs> Hey, I'm getting Lots ready to eat supper going here. To I'm going to take Oklahoma. Uh, that was already taken. Is oh, that well? Then I'm not going to. Oh, if you were listening, that was already picked, honey. <laughs> I couldn't read my handwriting. That was a, that. Boy, was, that you're, hey, George, you're George, probably right. That one might be the one that decides it. Willie's yeah. the one that picked. <laughs> that was. To 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 go back to when Willie and Darren and I worked together, that is what we call a gruff dog. <laughs> Just a big skillet head kind of deal. Uh, Texas Tech. 
Okay. The Red Raiders. That's who George is riding with against Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. You just next remember week. that one, Watson. It may it may be the one that decides it. Well, we'll 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 pat you on the back, George, if it's the one that decides it, buddy. <laughs> okay, Watson. Final pick. Of I'll, the take final round I'll take TCU. I'll take TCU over Michigan. Oh, real quick, TCU over Michigan. That number right now is at seven and a half. So Watson riding with the Horned Frogs as that closes us out for the final week of underdog picks. Gentlemen, are we ready to review? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. 12 picks. Here we go. Darren's first selection, the MTSU Blue Raiders on Christmas Eve against San Diego State, plus the seven. Willie's pick, North Carolina, plus 14 and a half against Oregon in the Holiday Bowl. George's first pick, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, plus seven. Yeehaw. UT, Tennessee, that was Watson's first pick over Clemson, plus seven. Purdue was picked by Watson again for his second pick, plus 14 and a half over LSU. George, for his second pick, picked Coastal Carolina over East Carolina, plus the seven. Willie picked Oklahoma. Plus so did, nine. So did I. And so did George. He tried to he tried to ride with that one. Over Florida State. And then Darren took Minnesota. Plus nine. Is no, that no, no, the other no, team. No, no, no. Syracuse. Syracuse. Sir, Syracuse. 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 My bad there, Darren. So Syracuse plus nine and a half over Minnesota. That is Darren's second pick there. Up next. Darren had another one, Utah State, plus seven and a half in that one. And we move on to Willie. Willie takes Ohio State, the Buckeyes, over Georgia, plus six and a half. George, your final pick, Texas Tech, plus three and a half over Ole Miss. I believe it will decide the championship. It very well could. TCU, final pick of the final round of underdog picks for the 2020 two-year Watson took TCU over Michigan plus seven and a half on New Year's Eve so guys we'll uh we'll review this some point after the uh after all the bowls have ended if I'm the winner we'll do it very quickly if not it could be April there will be a huge celebration <laughs> if you pull out the victory <laughs> yes. and Darren if I do win expect a phone call Oh, I, I, I text, phone calls, emails, YouTube. I mean, <laughs> direct. You may show up at my front door to deliver the news. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. All right. So, uh, and Commissioner, I was, Billy. I was going to say, as we get ready for the Christmas holidays, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year's and good luck in the final round of underdog picks. Yeah, whatever. You know, the, the good luck part. That that's Willie's deal. That's Willie's deal. Yeah. I need it. I need it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, first of all, Darren, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Same to you, George. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. Willie, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Even Mahoney. Yes. He will appreciate that. The little rat. <laughs> I tell you what, he's turning into quite the little athlete, isn't he? 
Well, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's having a good season. Is he getting to play much? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in there. University school. University school. Got some big uh, district games coming up. When do they play BGA? Uh, they have they have two against BGA coming up yeah. here in the coming weeks. I'll have to check the, the schedule to see when. I will let you know. I'll be there. Listen, you have a good All one. All right. All right. Merry Christmas to you guys. See you, Willie. Uh, Watson, I am going to bolt here so I can get down to the Ryman. Billy is going to represent me in tonight's pick. Mm. That's bad news. Yeah. Well, the good news is the good news is Billy change it if you want to give him something good to pick. Yeah, I might just do that. There you go. Help the man out a little bit. Give him a winning pick for once. So Watson, on our final live show before Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas to you, uh, to Brenda. Um, Gosh, you've been the best. Now, we go at it like cats and dogs, but this is one good friend right here. Oh, great friends, George. Merry Christmas to both of you. And enjoy a few days off. And Yeah. And it's it's an honor to be on with both of you. Uh, well, the feeling is mutual. Billy? George? You're off to a great start in this stuff. I appreciate it, George. And, and Watson, you know how much I appreciate it uh, for you guys giving me the opportunity. So um, it's been fun. And let's keep it rolling. Most importantly, Merry Christmas to all our listeners out there and viewers. Um, we'll pick this back up, I guess, next Tuesday. Um, we'll, uh, we'll have best of Friday, best of on Monday, and then pick it up live on Tuesday. So Merry Christmas to all of you. Stay tuned. Plaster Bet of the Day without me is coming up next. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. 
It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Welcome back in final segment of the George Plaster show as we headed to Christmas a couple of days away. We've got Plaster's bet of the day. It is brought to you by Bart Durham injury law since 1975. Bart Durham has aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you too have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway in a hospital or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to bartdurham.com. All right, Watson, no George. So let, let's take a look here at what happened last night. I, I can't believe I, I do want to take part of the blame on this one. Western Kentucky quarterback Austin Reed had a big day and they ended up beating South Alabama. When I saw him out there, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I could have sworn he had entered the portal, but he decided to come back and he ends up beating. South Alabama. I would have taken Western too if I'd known he was going to play. So yeah, George was right, even though he didn't know he was right. <laughs> yeah, and and his gut, he he should have trusted that gut yep, uh, yep, deep down. Yeah, yep. ah, that's uh, the way it goes. Can't let that ego get up too high here. No, you? no. Ninety four and ninety one right now, Watson. That's uh, that's still above fifty percent. I would not have guessed he'd be that good at this point in the year. As no, we but I, we can say it now that he's not here. So, yeah, <laughs> he, he's doing good. But if he's sitting there, I'm not saying that. No, after the shot earlier in the show, 
that he gave about the the first dinner. I I, I knew you had. I thought you had something oh. coming back after that. Oh, he 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 can get ugly at times. Just oh, ugly. Man. I mean, <laughs> it just it just fits him to a T when he does that too. So. He, he's no regard, no regard, no, none. And he just knows I'm putting a chart over here on the side. I'm that's, that's <laughs> well. I'm I've, about five back right now, so I got a long way to go to catch up. That's what I've noticed in this, Watson. You, you know, you keep track. If if he starts the show without oh, a shot, you're 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 fine. You're there's you know there's not I'll a shot. I'll hold a really. grudge in a heartbeat now. Yeah, and then I'll it may carry over in a heartbeat. So it carries over sometimes for the oh, next day's show. I've got at least five more shots at him, and it's hard to catch him because he throws them back so quick at me. I can't ever catch up. But <laughs> right now I'm five down. That's the thing. He is quick on his feet, so you oh. got to. You got to be quick with him. So here's where he's going tonight, Watson. He's taking the Jags. And, you know, I agree with you. I This Jags train, it's it feels like it, it may die. And the Jets, they're a good team. So they that's a, that's a tough line there, one and a half. But I, I like the Jets. I do, I, I do, too. The Jets are playing for a lot, too. They're still in this thing. They're at home. Yeah. Bad weather. They do have the most dominant piece of both teams, and that's their defense. So I, I think the Jets are going to win tonight. One and a half. It should be a good game. Uh, it's supposed to be rainy. supposed to be cold. Uh, Jacksonville, that's George's pick. So Watson, that, that's what he's got. And the shots, they're, they're going to be firing if that doesn't work, and especially if he, he goes 0 for 3 in, the, in those underdogs, he's not going to be oh, a he's, he had the pick that would is going to make the difference in the whole thing. He's, that's right. That's I mean, right. Where he came up with that statement now <laughs> that was beyond me. That was classic. There was right many, there. There's four times. There's 12 picks, and he said, this one is the one that's going to be the difference in winning or losing right here. And then he picked Oklahoma, and I had to say Willie. Yeah, which has already been picked. So, <laughs> so Watson, this is uh, this is it before Christmas. Uh, I hope you and Brenda have a good Christmas, and uh, and George, we're we're gonna have those shots ready for him. Oh, we'll, we will, and enjoy your family, man. It's a great great time to be with your family, and don't pass it up because the years will pass you quicker than you think. So en- enjoy yourself. Oh, I will not, Watson. Go get your dinner if you haven't had it yet. And uh, that does it for our final show before Christmas. For Watson Brown, I'm Billy Derrick. You've been listening and watching to the George Plaster Show.